I'm at Slaboy T. Alright, this is uh, Shit Spouter 37. This is Black.com Pilled. This is the Fed Post. weird is like this like covid kind of went away like the lockdowns went away last summer in new york i mean new york is probably where you'll most like clearly see how hard the lockdowns are going down and then even here it kind of eased up in the summer and i remember last summer like during the blm stuff and all that like it seemed like covid had just gone away for a little bit and then winter came and it just was like a return of everything um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, now I feel like we're sort of like in a repeat, uh, situation now where it feels like everybody's like, you know, oh, it's over. You know what I mean? With the vaccines and everything I'm going to, now there's like places I can go in yeah. without a mask or whatever, which like, I've been already conditioned in New York just to like go into places with the mask and Ubers and everything. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. This is the, I don't know if you guys get that feeling like it's, it seems like everybody's like sort of uh, agreed that it's over or they want to agree that it's over. Yeah, that's but, why they're uh, trying so hard with this Delta bullshit. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. dude, bro, bro, the Delta variant, though. Come on, we got to go back. That's the thing. <laughs> dude, I'm just asking. Back. I'm just asking. I'm like licking the bottom of the bag. I'm just like two more fucking weeks. Let's flatten this second curve, dude. Come <laughs> on, please. Bro, you don't understand. There's a Delta Plus also. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the thing. They're really like, I mean, like, I don't know. I When people were like, oh, it's over, you know, it's fine. Just get the vaccine and it'll be over. We don't have to hear about this shit anymore. I was just like, I don't think it's going to end with that. Yeah, you were on it early. You were saying it was just going to keep going. And I, I, I definitely agree. I mean, they're not done with this. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of the thing is like. I don't know. Were were you were you guys thinking at any point that this was? I mean, there were moments I would say that it, it sort of felt like over. But uh, did you guys get any of that sense, or you guys are you guys just certain that this Delta thing is gonna is gonna I, be the whole revamping? I think most normal people just think that like they feel like this shit's over. They're done with it. Like it, it interrupted their lives long yeah. enough, and they're just fucking done yeah. with it now. And like we've been allowed to go back to normal to a degree enough, like ever since they decided that enough people had the vaccine or whatever that you can now not wear a mask and there's full uh full capacity like sporting events and shows or you know whatever now restaurants and stuff now too i think it's going to be they're going to try to probably shut stuff down again i imagine but it's going to be a lot harder to get people that actually go along with it this time i think uh just personally I mean, the people who are going to eat this shit up are already going to eat this shit up and be like, fucking, yeah, get back inside and like order your Uber Eats. But I think that people who were like just passively okay with it previously uh, now are going to be like, man, what the fuck about going back? I guess so. I, I still think people are being pretty passive. Like everybody's just happy that the rules have relaxed a little bit mm-hmm. and that they get to do stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I, I still don't, especially in, around in New York, I don't talk to that many people who realized that it was just like all the rules were bullshit all along. Um, yeah, I think it's yeah, going to probably be yeah. fractured by region uh, for a large, and like maybe like urban centers and stuff. I, I think you'll have some places that are going to be more compliant, obviously, than others. But like, I mean, you see a lot more kickback now than 
than you had before. And those areas are doing fine, like Florida and stuff like that and Texas and other states that have come out strongly against a lot of this stuff or outlawed mask mandates and stuff like that. And they're doing fine and actually have been growing economically and population wise because people want to go and be around that shit because they're tired of it shutting mm-hmm. their lives down. So like, I don't know. I mean, I this that, is like, sorry, go on Slough. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to, I was just, I was just going to kind of just like expand and just say that like the region, the regional components of it has kind of been the way it's been since day one, really. Um, and I think that, yeah, it's just kind of, kind of the angle's going to widen, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. going to veer off more dramatically. Um, yeah. Anyways, continue what you were saying. Yeah, I was just saying now there's just like more holdouts of showing that like, hey, we don't necessarily have to be doing this crazy shit to where like there's more of like a of a fragment of doubt in most people's minds that this shit's even necessary. Um, and also it's just yeah. hard to like get people to I think it'll be hard to get people to go back. I don't really know, though. Maybe I'm wrong. I think that what's it'll the, depend probably on where you're at and ideologically what your line is mostly. But what's the what's the Bay Area like? I haven't I didn't get to go there the whole time I was moving around. I used to live out there. But um, yeah, Alex, what's what's going on out there right now? Um, well, it's actually easing a lot in terms of um, masks and stuff from mm-hmm. what I see. Um, and things are pretty much open. So it's not really holding out uh, as much as I maybe even thought it was. Um, and then I could definitely see if there is anywhere though where there's another round of lockdowns that works, it will be uh, probably Bay Area in California and also probably LA similar. Um, if they do ramp up a push for that, it's kind of hard to tell right now what will happen because when the first round of lockdown started, we had really intense propaganda and really shocking media footage of, um, like Northern Italy, uh, before that, and then what was going on in New York. So until there is something, until there are like events and images, um, uh, around that uh it's hard to 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 tell what will happen because now it's just kind of vague warnings that aren't really supported by any <laughs> data and then the description is like of the common cold for the delta variant so um i don't know maybe they'll do some masterful turn of propaganda later in summer or in the it fall would, yeah but yeah. I, it's hard to tell it wouldn't be the first time, but yeah, like you're saying that that uh, that uh, Italy uh, propaganda, like this India stuff, is sort of like their latest uh, run at that. We're just like, oh yeah, it's not bad here, but it's bad somewhere else, and then it might get like that here. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's, as far as people right. like, I, I love that comparison. By the way, it's just like you know, it might not be super bad, but just imagine, imagine if uh, if uh, the United States was all old people and we had no antiseptics, then it would be really bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, all right, true. yeah, no, that's super relevant. Yeah, even my yeah. own family, I'll just be like, yeah, I mean, like, there's people not dropping like flies here, like they said there would be. You know what I mean? And they'll just be like, yeah, well, what about India? It'll be like all right, well, I don't know about India. I'm not there. Like, what does that have to do with what I'm talking about? Like, and then it's just, it's just this vague threat that's just looming over of like, oh, it could be like that here, but it's not. And then now there's Fauci and like the Delta variant coming here. Did you guys actually know that the Delta variant is, is the new name for the India variant? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They stopped calling it the India, uh, 
like strain or whatever, and they're calling it the Delta variant. Well, that's good because that's racist. But that's why exactly. yeah, India was complaining to the WHO, so they were like, "All right, we'll call it the Delta variant or whatever." The Wuhan flu. The well, that's just a, that's just a win-win because it makes it seem like there's there's more uh, mutations than there actually are. Well, and, and to and to be honest, right. Delta just sounds a little bit more imposing. You know, it sounds yeah, like some more like AI scientific. that's going to kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah no, when no, they exactly. switched it from coronavirus to COVID nineteen, like there was yeah. that subtle switch. Do you remember thing. in the beginning when they were like when they were like fucking field testing all these different insane names that were like oh, really yeah. really long and like <laughs> it's coronavirus? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, there are like I, I don't think a lot of people realize that there are like many thousands of of variants of mutations of this virus, which is like totally normal. Um, so it's yeah. not like they're discovering a new one and then it's a big thing. They have to figure out what to do. These things are just out there all over the world and they're just picking like one at a time and making a big, a big scare cycle out of it or, you know, doing their yep. best. But yeah, yep. like last I saw there was over 10,000 like <laughs> variants, um, which is triple cool. mutant, yeah. the double mutant, right? All that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just what happens, you know? Yeah. And they were also saying about Delta that it's more deadly and it, uh, and easier to transmit. But usually, yeah. isn't it? It's supposed to be either or. Like right. as a virus mutates, it either becomes more deadly or it becomes more transmissible. Yeah, it's when I saw, right. when I saw, they were like, "Oh, it's uh, easier for children to get it. It's more likely that children will get it." So that's just like another way that <laughs> another group of people in that definitely now well, need to get the vaccine. Well, Fear all tech. of the shit they're saying is just like so perfectly. Uh, just like addressing all of the things like all of the uh all of the um God, my brain is fucking just totally blanking because i'm a retard uh just like like the agenda is just perfectly being addressed in all of this it's like oh young people aren't getting vaxxed enough and then like a week later guys we just got a new variant it's gonna yes. target young people you're gonna yes. have to get vaccinated and it's like oh this is you think i'm a fucking idiot don't you you think yeah. i'm a fucking idiot joe exactly. biden <laughs> Yeah, it's market research. It's like, oh, where's the gap in our in our uh, marketing? Oh, there. Okay, the youth. All right, well, let's just fix that. Dude, honestly, advertisers would be more subtle than this. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like in terms of like people like psychologically going back to it, I feel like the second turn where like it went away in the summer and then it came back in the winter. I remember people being like, I will not consent to a second round of lockdowns. I won't. And it happened and I didn't hear anything. Like it was like less resistance than the first time. You know what I mean? So I feel like if they do it a third time, nobody's going to do anything. And I'm pretty sure they know that. I'm pretty sure people will just be like, oh yeah, well, this is what we're doing now. You know what I mean? And when it's, when this started, there were plenty of articles like, Hey, we're going to keep doing this through 2022. You know, it's going to be at least three years minimum. Like they had this whole thing, like what are you, out, what are you referring to with the second lockdown? No, I'm you talking mean like about after how, like, the summer of last year. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I feel you know, like I mean, a off. lot of places didn't really even go back to a serious type of lockdown after that, though. I mean, not places that I visited and, and like places like Florida and stuff and also places throughout the Midwest, right. even in like. I don't know. I think like even in Denver, it felt like it also kind of lessened up after the summer. Like I feel like it's just kind of been a gradual stripping away mm. of each rule since like the summer of last year. Um, it, it hasn't really felt like there's been like another serious lockdown in most places I've seen. I don't know if that's different in New York, though. In New York, it came back. We like, it, yeah, it, it was a little bit like that here as well of like, um, what was I going to say? It was quasi lockdown. Uh, yeah. 
they yeah they like uh we talked about this i think like on the egg episode of like when when people online were talking about like well there was never any lockdown okay and it's like (laughs) well it's just because like we did honestly it's just like power generally right like it 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 was like kind of this hard to perceive thing sort of in a lot of ways and it wasn't it's like if you were ever waiting for like the chinese government to like weld your door shut then like that was obviously never going to happen but we like obviously did have lockdowns and yeah like over here there was like jay inslee like posting about fucking we're 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 ramping the level back up we're ramping the level back up because it was a surge because you selfish sociopaths went to see your family during Thanksgiving. And like, <laughs> and like, I think I couldn't really perceive any like difference, really. Like, I just I couldn't, you know, I couldn't go do shit that I wanted to do. But that's been the last year and a half. Yeah, really. I couldn't do that during the summer either, though, for real. Was my kind of point. Like, yeah. It just didn't feel like there was a market difference at any point where like, to me, it feels like there's a more market difference right now than there was at any other point throughout this. Like there hasn't been a quote unquote return to normalcy quite like we've experienced right now throughout it to where I don't think it's quite comparable to say like uh, next time people are just going to go right back into it with no problem. Like I don't think there's going to be armed resistance or people like doing any type of crazy protest, but I think people are just going to for a largely like a large portion of people are just going to kind of ignore it and live their lives normally regardless. Well, I think that's where like I saw a take yesterday that was someone just being like, yeah, I mean, like if you just don't want to deal with this shit, you should probably just get out of the coastal cities. And I oh, think yeah, that's yeah. that was Noki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was just straight up you. Hey, what a great coincidence. <laughs> It's so um, awkward when we steal takes from people that are on the show. <laughs> if, if, uh, <laughs> that wasn't stealing a take. I'm joking. Uh, it's, it's, if, only, if only this person was readily available to speak on this sentiment. Uh, I mean, that's just fucking spot on. Yeah. I guess I just think like it is going to be different, uh, you know, region to region. When I was going around the country, you know, it, it was already like last fall it was different region to region and really just like you know block by block even it it, it seems to have a lot to do with how much money people have um oh for sure but uh you know so it's not it's not one like policy that affects everybody the same way but the economic stuff that happens as a result of it like that's all real and like all these kids who you know lost a year and a half of school and maybe they're never going to go back. Like that's a real thing. And so I think especially a lot of like even journalists and proper like thinkers on this stuff to them, it's just like, well, I can go out to a bar and have a normal life. So this isn't really happening. And th- and that really just drives me a little crazy because it like, I, it really is, I think it really is happening. A lot of money's being made. A lot of oh, people yeah. are being wiped out. Uh, you know, it's, it's just tough to hear the, the sort of like nonchalance, which I think is, about being dissociated from what life was like before all this craziness. You know, we don't even really have any connection to that anymore. It's been a long time. Yeah, it's it's all very normalized. And you were kind of saying this earlier where like, you know, people are like uh, grateful to get back freedoms that they had a year ago before all this. They're like, oh, thank you for letting me go outside without a mask. It's like, you, you already had that. Like, you know, oh, thanks for, you know, the vaccine allows me to do this. Like people are... People are like they—they they just take something away and then they dangle it back and then they expect credit for giving you back what they just took from you. Like it just seems like a weird. It's—it's it's just amazing how fast that gets adjusted in people's brains. Yeah. But um, I know that that original like thing of like oh lockdowns never happened that was like around one of Alex's uh, tweets or whatever. Like I don't know, Alex. Do you do you even like have any? 
feeling about that, about that whole idea of like pretending like the lockdowns never happen? Like, I don't know. Do you, does that mean anything to you or is um, it just not? Well, I feel like they have to say that because they don't want to deal with the collateral damage that was caused. Right. Yes. Right. And then that's one factor because I feel like it just um, affects people's self-image to think they supported something that went against what they think their values are. So mm-hmm. it's just easier to like close our eyes and say, oh, it never happened. Um, yep. And then another factor is that I think they think that lockdowns were an effective policy. So if we had an ineffective policy, it wasn't a lockdown because it didn't work. Exactly. Yeah. And then they think that like a true lockdown is um, like, I forget who said this, but someone mentioned like the police welding you into your apartment. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And anything that's not that is not a true lockdown. So I think that there's certain fantasy that um, we should have, or we could have just suspended all supply chains and not had anyone do anything the entire time. And who knows where people would get food or like what would happen to waste or how any infrastructure would be maintained. And that would be a lockdown. Um, But that's like something that's a fairy tale that's not real. So they can say, oh, this imaginary thing never happened. Therefore, we didn't lock down. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's the second factor, basically. Yeah, I still I still see people like uh, old Bernie people like supporting that idea that we should have just shut down the entire society and just send people a big enough check. And it's like, that's, that's not really how, like, I mean, money's important, but it's not really how everybody survives. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very weird. And like circular reasoning. Uh, it's weird to me. All the, all the food, all the food in the grocery store will simply appear tomorrow morning, and no one will need to do anything. I mean, they leave the box out outside of your door. You know, Amazon just drops the box off. You never even see the person. So, yeah, yeah there's not? no supply chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're hardcore was- communists, so you know they expect a Chinese uh, full authoritarian uh, lockdown. It was- Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, it's just also really weird that um, they're always making it about like, oh, you just wanted to get a haircut or go to Applebee's. Oh, yes. yes. And I just think that's so strange um, (laughs) because it's like kids were out of school for more than a year. That's a concern. And Zoom school is not a substitute. Has nothing to do with haircuts or Applebee's. So I think that's kind of like what you were saying, Yogi, that they only they have a very small world and they're completely disconnected to what life is like for like 80 percent of the country so they just have no ability to recognize what the difference would be other than that you can't go to applebee's which in that specific use of applebee's and like uh olive garden and such they also use that's also just like classism yeah. Like blatant yes. classism because like the people who go to those that in their minds are people who are these like backwards deplorable people who are anti-maskers and who probably voted wrong and all this and that and the right. other um and so it's just like it's both it's like these people are so disconnected and they're also just blatantly displaying their classism and they're like disregard for these people i, I remember like a like a like a discussion in the past 
I forget when exactly it was and with who, but CRK just like telling telling somebody like, yeah, I think that I think that just like that uh, that like Kush bomb just doesn't like poor people after we were talking about this exact thing. And people just be like, what? How could you possibly say that? It's like, come on. Like this shit's just like right in front. Of- anyway, I don't mean to be like getting into like petty, uh, stupid Twitter yeah, drama. I, I, but- like not to get personal about anybody, but I, I think that especially in like Brooklyn, there are a lot of people here from who like came from the the Midwest, which is great. I love the Midwest. But mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of like hatred of, of where they came from and they're yeah. kinda oh, yeah. hatred hatred of dad. Yeah. I like oh, I was yeah. I was thinking about this today, right? I'm I'm in Seattle. Well, thankfully now I'm outside of Seattle, but still basically Seattle and um I'm in Seattle and I've I've noticed uh th- like the average experience these days is just being condescended by some some like new person some person who's yep. just freshly moved to Seattle from like a like like out of like the Midwest diaspora mm-hmm. and like and they'll just condescend me by being like don't you appreciate like urban culture and I've like lived here <laughs> I've like lived here my entire life and understand that this place just like fucking sucks dick yeah yeah and yeah, they'll you're just like, be you're like you're going the wrong way you came here like you went the wrong way like I'm trying to get yeah out no and they like and they like and like and I and I don't say this as anyone that like that like has any ill will at all towards the Midwest or anything like that. But it's like, they come from like fucking Ohio and they're just like, God, like, don't you just love living in a Woody Allen movie? And it's just like, shut the fuck (laughs) up, dude, shut the fuck up. And then they'll always do the whole, like, you know, like, it's so great. Like it's a lot less conservative. I mean, it's like, it's kind of expensive, but it's like, I'll just, you just give it like six months. Don't worry. Man, oh, it's like that in Denver too. Like that's how like all these fucking transient striver cities are, dude. Like it's just people yeah. who move there from other places because they hate the people that in the situations that they were in or like the like the family that they grew up with or whatever. And they're looking for like these bullshit like tech jobs and they don't have any rooting to the area and they don't plan on setting any roots down. So they just like create relationships that are meaningless and don't actually last and they build shit that's meaningless and doesn't last and then everything just turns to shit around it well and you just spend it's a great way to like to spend your entire mid-20s just floating around and spending all of your income on rent money (laughs) like (laughs) like just like i'll just i'll just move to a place that makes it so that i can do absolutely zero saving that's a great idea. Owning nothing and being happy is what. Yeah, doing. exactly, exactly. And uh, like a lot of a lot of these like internet socialists or whatever these kids that you're talking about, like they were just bullied in high school, and their politics is grievances. You know, that's that's really what it is. They're just upset at these people uh, from their from their old youth. And that's what all this that's what that's what informs their politics of being like, oh, you know, fuck these people. They deserve it or they're just spoiled or privileged or whatever. When this whole thing started, that's what we were talking about. Like the people that were protesting the lockdowns, people were talking about their trucks. Their trucks are very nice. I mean, this is the sort of thing like, you know, in the Applebee's thing and the haircut thing. It's like it's like when people are like, oh, like neocons being like, oh, you have a TV like you're not poor. You know, <laughs> yes. you, you, you have EBT. Like, what the fuck are you complaining about? Like that type of shit. That's exactly what it was to me. Well, they're and trying it's, to like yeah. find some excuse to not care about what people are saying, you know, and just yes. say like, well, I, I see this one detail about you. So fuck you. And I'm just not going to listen to anything you think. And, yeah, you know, and it's blatant classism. It, yeah. It's blatant. It's, uh, it's also that that like that discussion about the trucks was so interesting to me because I didn't understand how fucking 
uh, huge of a portion of just all uh, like loans in the U.S. are just car loans. I didn't understand mm-hmm. how fucking common that is. That just like all of these dudes driving through Portland in their stupid little fucking larpy ass Trump truck parade. Um, like these people don't own these fucking trucks. <laughs> like these people, like this is their alternative to like student debt, basically. Yeah, yeah no one owns anything. Everybody's happy. Nobody owns anything. Like, that's the deal. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm I'm sure that they're pretty happy with their Dodge Ram pickup. It's probably a horrible financial decision, yeah. but um, but yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And and I mean, these are also just like the same people that like you know they'll like they'll just like make the not the truck people. The people making fun of the truck are. Are, are the same people that will like you know have have their little like oh well you know i spend 80 dollars on all my subscription services so that i can stream absolute horse shit and then like and then they're they like just all these the, the expensive phone the subscription service all of this shit i mean it's just it's all the same shit it's all yeah. the same thing with yeah. just a different coat like coat of paint slapped on it for different cultural values. Yeah, systems. they're bug men and they're they're getting mad at these people for being consumers. Like it's just it's just you know it's all blatant. It's all projection. Like that's all it is. Like right, you're a consumer, but you just don't like minimalist aesthetics. How dare you? Yeah, you're consuming <laughs> lowbrow stuff. Yeah, and so exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's 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 got it's just it's so much of this can always be chalked up to just like hatred of uh, of just like the middle like the lower middle class. Uh, it's it's just a it's just a lot of that. Yeah, it's gauche. Um, but uh, <laughs> what, what so what do you guys think of of uh, Fauci basically being uh like tossed out? Like him, like basically Cuomo got that treatment of being like the lib hero for lockdowns. He got tossed. And did Fauci get me too? I'm, I'm vaguely I'm confused. If I, that was... I think it's coming. I think it's still coming, but it hasn't happened yet. It's no, in the pipeline. Gates got me too, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know what you guys think of the the Fauci thing. I think they're really just trying to like, I don't know. Last time we were on with uh, with Alex and I got, I remember Alex, you were like, you were saying back then, like, uh, was this October or something? We did this. Like, you were saying like, there's gonna be a big reversal on a lot of the stuff uh, when it becomes undeniable. And I guess, like, I don't know, this the Cuomo and the Fauci thing, like, it really does seem like that, like, damage control. It's like, all right, who's going to be to blame for all this? Like, that's how it feels to me. I don't know what you guys think of why they are, like, bearing Fauci like this. Like, what do, what do you guys think is driving that? Uh, I guess, uh, you remember uh, David Petraeus? Is anybody else old enough to remember that guy? The general, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. The general who yeah. did the surge. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And right. he was, like, the great hero of that thing and he was on tv all the time and yes and he got he got me too into oblivion he right? got early early me too, like before me too um, yeah, it was like it a was proto cool. proto too it was like his biographer or something and he was like Ooh. having an affair with her like i, I don't know I, I forget the details but it was <laughs> that's like, that's kind of based honestly you don't really know me like, yeah. i came i saw i conquered <laughs> um but you know i think that that's you know he, he, he got away fine uh, but when when you're not needed for this stuff anymore, they'll find a way to sort of right. bury you under some some nonsense, and everybody's just going to move on and forget about it. But you did your important work already, so you know I expect that'll happen to Fauci in some way. Uh, yeah, and they'll like and they'll set they'll set up Tony good, like the you know like he's going to live a comfortable life, right? But yeah, they oh, shuffle yeah. him out a little bit. I like uh, honestly, like I think that they like they countered the email stuff like pretty 
pretty immediately. And so I think he's they're gonna they're gonna keep him around to stay for a little while. Yeah, he's they're like, using him to drive like as the mouthpiece for this Delta variant thing. He's still got some mm-hmm. utility. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's this. Uh, I was like, I was, I was, I saw in somebody's window the other day. They had like a fucking cardboard cutout of Tony Fauci in their fucking living room window. <laughs> it's like he's like a he's like a metropolitan folk hero. It's fucking sick. I think they could probably still milk that a little longer. Yeah, he's like Woody Guthrie with a stethoscope or something. <laughs> yeah, this, this this syringe kills populations. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Um... The liberal media coverage of the emails was stuff like Fauci's email showed how hard he works. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> like how much heat he caught and how criticized he was for doing his job. Like bullshit like that. Yeah, it was like it was something like it was some like I loved the like uh like, oh man, like you have some pretty boring emails, don't you? And it's like, oh yeah, I don't know what they were hoping to uh, you know, expose. <laughs> like it's just it's a, they just say that they can just say that well they know nobody's gonna check they know their their like readers and listeners aren't gonna look them up and so they yeah. can say whatever they want about them and and it's gonna work out you know of uh, course I like one thing about the emails that was really weird this whole time it's been weird adjusting uh, to this but like the conservative media like did that you know they got those emails they published them and mm. conservative media people were going through them one by one just like looking at them and seeing what was there and talking about it. And all of liberal media, like, like you said, Alex, like all I saw was people just saying, there's nothing here. It's stupid. Everybody shut up. And it worked. So there's like this real like brain rot of the fucking like left-wing media, just the actual journalists who are, who are just not, they're lazy and they're stupid and they don't care. Um, and it's really getting old. You know? Yeah. No, the whole, the whole lab league thing just being, the whole PR of all this, the way it just pivots on a dime is just completely surreal to me. And uh, yeah, the whole lab leak thing just being like normal now, like this just normie. I don't know if it's normie lib opinion now, but like, it's just like, yeah, of course it was a lab leak. Like, I don't like Stewart going on the news and all all that. Like, I don't know. It's it's, it's very weird. And I, I think I don't know how how much they've tossed uh, Fauci under the bus. But uh, I thought they did for a second. But uh, dude, I think I think what it is. Oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm done. I'm done. Um, it's uh, I think what it is, right, is because they they can turn on the dime like that. And I don't I don't think that it's that simple. Right. Like, I don't think they can just go in dry. I think they got to I think they got to lube it up a little bit. Right. And I think what that means is you just you just expose you expose people a little bit to to a little bit of the content of either direction that it could go to so that they can mm. be like dynamic right and so yeah. like you have a you have a little bit of like fauci critique floating out there in the ether right just in case you gotta cut him right 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 but like but you know we'll just in the meantime we'll just say hey like we'll also just say you know there's nothing really a, like to any of these emails um, right. I, I think I think that's what's happening, right? Like, I, I think uh, I think like I don't know. I literally just forgot what you were. No, like, it's so fucking the ground. They're softening the ground. They they yeah. want it so that uh, that if they if they do do it, they'll be like, hey, you know, we talked about this before. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. unprecedented. Yeah, one exactly. day they can just be like, well, here's this one email that we didn't quite look over well enough, and 
It's actually it, quite sinister. Yeah, exactly. It's somewhere in this like deluge of information, just like this fucking landslide of shit that they're just pumping out, and then they can just sift back through it and be like, well, we mentioned it once here, and so we're good. Well, the interesting thing with the lab leak stuff is that regardless of whether uh, the theory is correct, Fauci is someone who should be under way more uh, mm-hmm. heat for it. Um, oh, yeah. Just for... Because I think Obama had an executive order um, prohibiting gain-of-function research in the U.S. or something like that. And then Fauci, like, deliberately moved the NIH research to Wuhan. And yep. he even had um, a, um op-ed around the time in a major paper and about how we should continue doing gain-of-function research. And it was called something like a pandemic risk worth taking. Oh, <laughs> or shit. Oh, fucking <laughs> God, dude. And so, I am worth trying. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of... A, <laughs> like, regardless of whether it was leaked from the lab, I mean, this should all be exposed and common knowledge that this person um, is reckless and irresponsible and, um, like, acts... I don't know just acts like he can do whatever he wants is completely corrupt um and does he's the highest paid bureaucrat i think in the u.s and um he just like does whatever he wants and for the decades that he's been in um the position people have been getting more and more unhealthy we've had the obesity crisis we've Mm. had the opioid crisis and yet he still retains his position um Mm -hmm. his ties to pharma are ridiculous so yeah, I, I, I want him dropped. I want him yeah. dropped. Years trying to develop an HIV vaccine, and he got nothing out of it. Like spent a whole bunch of money on that. Yeah, um, and it kind of similar to the I guess ivermectin story of now that um, people mm. were basically not given access during the AIDS crisis to certain treatments because he wanted to pursue a vaccine mm. program instead. Oh, it sounds eerily similar to the hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. What, so what is the ivermectin controversy? What, what What's going on with that? I missed it. Uh, Alex, you probably know more about this. Um, okay, well, I guess so. Um, ivermectin is a, um, a cheap uh, antiviral therapeutic, and it's the available in generic form, and it's not under patent. So mm. if it had been used for um, COVID, pharma wouldn't have been able to make any money off of it. And um, Merck, I think, said it wasn't safe at the beginning of the pandemic, even though they had been, you know, giving it to tons of African children for a long time for parasites and stuff. Um, All of a sudden, it wasn't safe to use anymore. Um, And basically, there was now a lot of money given to pharmaceutical companies to develop very similar compounds for antiviral medication um, for COVID, um, even though there's already potentially had been antivirals like ivermectin previously available that could have been repurposed for COVID. And the person who kind of brought this to attention was Brett Weinstein and I forget his name, Pierre Corey. And the episode of Brett Weinstein's show on YouTube about it was removed from YouTube. And I think Pierre Corey also had congressional testimony about it that was also removed from YouTube. So they're really clamping down on people 
I guess, sharing studies or evidence about the efficacy of the drug. And part of that is because if there had been effective treatments for COVID available, they wouldn't have been able to get the emergency use authorization for the vaccines before full FDA approval. Because for emergency use authorization, you can't have another treatment already available. Yeah, that's that's my understanding too, that they, they needed to say there's nothing else we can do. So we have to rush these like these mRNA vaccines through, you know, it's supposed to be like a six year process because uh, this has never been in the human population before. And they just got it done in, in you know, 10 months. Um, and that, Six years, really? I mean, a vaccine trial, like you have to wait a long time. Yeah, or more, yeah. Because uh, all these happens. lips keep telling me like, oh, I'm like, yo, isn't this kind of fast? They're like, oh, no, it's not. It's, it's, it's no. standard. Yeah. I mean, these trials are still slated to go on until the tw- uh, 2023 anyways. Like the trials for the current uh, vaccines that are actually out. So, I mean, even the fucking long-term trials that they rushed through aren't even done yet. So, and, of course, and, it's fast. And the thing that mm. the thing about this that's really the craziest to me that makes me feel insane is the if you look at like drugs that do get approved, like FDA approval, go through all the right you know clinical trials. Like that system is rigged for the pharma companies to make. Oh, money. Yeah. You know, there, there's a oh, ton yeah. of dangerous shit that gets through. Ton of ineffective shit that gets through. And they've set up a system that is, you know, works in their favor. And this, like, needed something more lax than that, I guess. Um, and it's it, like, in a, in a way, you know, the company Moderna, this is the first product they've ever brought to market. Mm-hmm. They've been right. pushing mRNA to investors for like a decade. Um, so they like they've wanted to get this out somehow. And and I, I think this was definitely, a, you know, an opportunity uh, to to sneak it through uh, like a really, really lax approval process that I guess they were worried about, you know, not making it through on their own. I mean, I don't know. We'll see over years. We'll see what it is. But I, to me, that's just insanely dangerous. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, this sort of reminds me of like what COH and we've been talking about with uh, Big Pharma lately of just like, yeah, patterning like seeds, like sort of uh, it's it's about getting exclusive rights to a product instead of like whether the product is actually good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems like that. I mean, so what, what do you so like what do you guys feel about the vaccines in general? Like, are you more in my mind, I'm more concerned about vaccine passports than I am about the vaccine itself. Uh, do you guys feel like uh, I haven't gotten vaccinated yet? Uh, I've been delaying it, but everything in New York is fucking pushing me towards getting it. Uh, there's just like there's just mad pressure, uh, you know, everywhere I go to get it uh, to do normal stuff. Uh, but are you guys? Are you guys? They haven't done the vaccine passports yet. There's like Excelsior. There's some like a test app program or whatever to like uh, sort of act like a a vaccine passport on your phone that just takes your vax card ID number and puts it in or whatever. But like, are you guys, how do you guys feel? Like, do you, are you guys more worried about the vaccine itself or, or the repercussions of it or both? Like, how do you guys feel about that? Uh, I mean, for me, it's definitely both, you know, I'm, okay. I'm worried about both. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I don't know about the, I don't know about the new technology that they're putting into people. I've, I've read as much as I can, uh, and I'm going to continue to, but it does kind of scare me. Um, and then the, the passport thing, it, it like that seems to me like one of the endpoints of, of all this nonsense is that everybody yep. has a little little app on their phone that's going to say everything about their health information and what shots they've had and where they're allowed to go. And 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's very alarming. Sure. And then you can pair that with like some sort of beta, like uh, social credit type system, like they're working on with like Uber and Lyft ride services, where they give you uh, like mm-hmm. a rider score and stuff like that. They can pump that type of technology out and pair it with vaccine passport type stuff, or just mm-hmm. run it all through the same app. I think uh, I think Israel is already doing a form of vax passport. passport yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. had they had it, and then they I think they stopped it, but I don't know. Now they're doing more restrictions for delta so i don't know if they'll bring it back <laughs> i like literally know more people that have had adverse effects to the vaccine than i know people that got fucking covid at this point yeah, same so I, I don't really know i like i started out yeah not super concerned about the vaccine because just like I, like what the what the fuck is the incentive of just like making all your of just like making all your fucking workers sick Right. But I think that's a little simplistic, honestly, at this point, because it seems like there's something wrong going on. And then I see like, honestly, like relatively kind of normie sources talking about how this, uh, I don't know what to call it, India strain or Delta or fucking OG Northern Lights Kush COVID <laughs> or fucking whatever this bullshit is. THC. Yeah, dude. It's, it's sticky shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. This shit, dude. Cough to get off, bro. But uh, like people saying it's like you're six times more likely to die from it if you got the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Um, I mean, fucking. first of all, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I, I mean, mean dude, there's huge I, incentive to keep everyone sick all the time because then you can sell them the cures all the time. Like it might not be incentive oh, yeah. for like, uh, like you know, the entire class of like owners, the, the entire owner class, but like for these specific big pharma companies and the executives therein and the people who lobby on their behalf, there's incredible incentive to give someone out some type of vaccine that's going to fuck some shit up. That's going to a maybe make them reliant on having to come back and get updates on that vaccine. Maybe make them have to come back and get something that's going to fix some sort of side effect from that vaccine. Um, or just also testing new technology like this MRNA stuff and seeing what the implications are and how it can be used for other stuff that they would like to use. Yeah. I think that's actually, that's a really important point. I think that this can be repurposed for other you know, future uh, respiratory viruses that that Mm -hmm. spread, which is like a state of nature. It's just going to keep happening. It's a recurrent thing. And they can just like, they can plug in that little, like they can use this same technology to, uh, you know, on a different strain of a new virus or whatever. And they're not even going to have to go through an approval process again. And this is like a a huge cash cow. It's like two and a half billion doses and it's all public funds that's coming their way. No, it's free, bro. It's free. They told me it's free. And we were talking about uh, patents just a moment ago. But I mean, if you can patent that technology, then any type of thing that helps to use that technology is going to have to pay you to access it. Um, So, I mean, if you can be the first to run it out through, if you've been working on mRNA, like uh, Nyoki was saying, Moderna has uh, for 10 years or whatever, and you've been having sketchy products, but then you get a quick window where you can run it out. Uh, so you can go ahead and patent this technology so no one else can beat you out the door first with a better right. product. I mean, exactly. shit, dude. Huge incentive for that. And then yeah, like I, Alex was saying about ivermectin, like that's a, like 
generic thing that's cheap to like produce and acquire and there's a lot less money to be made if that turns out oh, to be yeah. an effective therapeutic you know oh yeah no i have i have Slav's sort of take on this where like at first i'm like less bothered less worried about the vaccine itself but like i don't know there's like articles where it's like yeah women's periods are getting fucked up by the yep. vaccine but that's normal <laughs> that's what they say they say that <laughs> dude, dude, like, dude, women's, women's period is always getting fucked up by modern medicine <laughs> Uh, really it's, just, it's like those biden uh videos where like it's like like clearly like cgi biden or whatever they're just like yeah well, this is normal it looks weird but it's normal it's like they put it in the headline it's like you're making me feel nervous by saying it's normal like if you didn't say that i wouldn't think anything but i don't know like alex do you are you like what do you think are you more concerned about the the vaccine itself or the uh the password or or how do you feel about um it? i mean i feel like the whole the level of coercion uh, in whatever form is really concerning. It's mm-hmm. just extremely surreal the yeah. way that I, I don't know every single person I know has asked me if I've gotten vaccinated when they never cared about any of my other medical history before. Just mm-hmm. really, and the embrace of like the brand branding stuff, Pfizer, Moderna, I got the J&J. It's just so strange. Yeah, And I think that... Um, the side effects are kind of just wrapped up in this too, because there's this weird denial, denial of the mm-hmm. reality that there are so many adverse events and it like fuels people's loyalty to the pharmaceutical companies yeah. to deny this, <laughs> you know? And I think the, the VAERS stuff is really crazy. The vaccine adverse event reporting system, the number of deaths uh, linked to the COVID vaccines from the past few months is like more than the past 30 years from all vaccines combined. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, I feel like people need to analyze that data and break that down more, but the raw numbers, you can't say there's no reason for anyone to be concerned. Mm -hmm. And about that, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I just like what they're saying about that drives me nuts because they're saying you can't connect those deaths to the vaccine. You know, that's just that could have been a very old person who got it and then they died of something else. But uh, that doesn't apply for COVID, exactly. right? <laughs> it's like either that's true or it's not true, but they get to have it both ways depending on what they need. And oh, it's very yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these are the very same people who like, you know, like a couple of years ago, right before this would happen, um, they would be the ones who were posting about how uh, doctors in the medical profession don't listen to their patients enough. And it's leading uh-huh. to all these black women who are dying because doctors don't listen to black women's like pain levels and uh, what they're saying about what's going on with their body or minorities. And well, I mean, now they're just saying, oh, completely fuck what you're saying, actually. Uh, those symptoms yeah. and side effects, those aren't fucking real. No, you got to trust the doctors. Those guys got it. Gaslighting. Yeah. Well, yeah. All the, like Tuskegee exper- experiment should like, there's like hotebs that are anti-vaccine. Shout out to the hotebs because, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's history there, obviously. But it's weird, like of all like the pro-black, like, uh, like fake, like woke signaling, all that's kind of quiet. I don't really hear that. Where's that at? I know that's there. Dude, there was there was that uh, there was that like music video, the like cartoon rap song about like how it's freaking super cool to get vaccinated because it'll it's help. The, it was a thing. It was a thing. It was like someone from Run DMC or something. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, think I, yeah, I think Cuomo tweeted that out. 
Holy yeah, shit. It, dude, it's always it's always this fucking New Yorkers, man. Uh, like uh, we're Brooklyn, at. <laughs> and also, also this I like. Have you guys noticed? Maybe this is just me. I've noticed that it's become kind of acceptable. I've had a few normies say like. You know, they'll be talking to me about the vaccine. They'll be like, "Oh God, it's important." You know, it's important for you to get the vaccine. Uh, and that, but they'll 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 concede that, like, you know, I mean, if you're like a woman, like trying for a child or something, I, I can yeah. understand not doing it then. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. So there's probably problems with it. Oh, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like that admission right there is like so much progress there, right? And so that makes me really nervous right like like if they're admitting that much that's like the equivalent of fucking hiroshima or something dude like there's <laughs> there's gonna be a fucking body count in a couple weeks at this oh, rate yeah, dude oh my with them, they're God. like oh i don't know if you're a birthing person slav so let me just you know <laughs> if, if you might have kids one day slav i got a donor uterus coming in the mail in a couple days so <laughs> believe you me i'm on it but uh, amazon Prime. same day delivery <laughs> yeah 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 delivered by a sad somalian man who's underpaid um yeah man i don't know i the, the lost the thread there the irregular menstruation thing is definitely not like a normal vaccine thing. it's fucking weird you know, it's, fucking it's weird. very weird it, it's very common and it i was wild how little attention it got um because it happens to like a lot of women who get this uh product put into them and uh yeah it's like it's alarming uh deserves some attention i think i don't know yeah, because I'm. Yeah, I, it, it it reminds me. It just it like I it, it honestly just like the first thing that comes to mind is just like a, it it just like reminds me of just like I think that like a modern uh, birth control has just gotten people accustomed to just like weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, because like or I modern know, medicine like, in general. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just just like the the rate at which people are just like, oh yeah, no, this is just. Uh, I, I just just even just the concept of just like a natural process is being interrupted in a way that should kind of like speak to you about a, a certain danger just totally hand waved away. I, I don't know. It, it's horrifying to me. Well, I think that's like the point that they they want you to forget your individual concerns, forget your personal bodily autonomy. And despite the dangers, even knowing the danger, just completely submit to whatever uh, medical procedure is told to you from on high that you need to have and then like you don't have any personal control anymore yeah yeah that's that you you mentioned that a bit earlier alex about like the social uh pressure element of this and honestly that is that is a big big thing and it's so funny like you know all these fucking musicals and these celebrities like that video of like ariana grande like singing about why you need to get the vaccine all the, you know there's like twenty thousand videos of these of these theater kids to my getting the vaccine and all that and it's just it's just funny like the pitch is always about like well, well, I, well. For one, there's always this like this fear of like if you question the vaccine at all, you must be a Nazi, right? There's just a straight, direct line to that, and and it's funny to me just in general the way they pitch it. They pitch it like they're singing about like yeah, you can take off the mask now, which is just weird to me because it's like shouldn't the pitch be you're not gonna die? Yeah. Isn't that the whole yeah. point of the vaccine? Like you're not gonna kill your grandma, you're not gonna die, but they don't do that because they know. 
nobody's worried about that anymore. Nobody is viscerally afraid of that anymore. You know, it's right. like a long time since the videos of like the mass graves from space and the freezer trucks and all that nonsense, like that never really happened or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? All that's gone. So like nobody's really viscerally afraid of it. They're just, it's all social. It's just become like a, it's like a hallway of mirrors. Like there's no, there's no like real, like take the vaccine because of your health. It's just like, dude, like, don't you want to stop doing this bullshit? Like, it's very weird to me. Like, I don't know. But like, yeah, all well, the social pressure thing is weird. Yeah, I think it's really clear that they kind of demoralize people as much as possible so that they would be desperate then to yeah. do anything to get out for any perceived yeah. like ticket to freedom. And exactly. uh, like what you said, they also really effectively use the concept of the anti-vaxxer to control what people say about it. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh, yeah. I mean... The fear of being called an anti-vaxxer is really strong for a lot of people. So that prevents them from question, questioning, even thinking about it. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like a you. bully holding you down to being like, just say uncle, just say uncle. Yeah. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking, it's fucking wild too, just because like there, there has like the last year and a half has just been this slow rolling fucking montage of just how like liberals are just fucking horrible monsters leaving human wreckage behind them. And so when I'm talking to just like normies that, that, that I know like around here, which is like the belly of the beast close as I can get at least, uh, like it, there's never any like acknowledgement or anything. People just kind of like get a little bit quieter about things. Like oh, yeah. you still, you still can't say anything vaguely resembling like uh, a complaint about wearing masks or like about not being able to have like gone, see, gone to see your fucking family last year. It's just like shit like that, which is like, of course I did all of that, but um like it's it's all so thoroughly disciplined and then like yep. what what does get debunked and like what does get like outed is just being like fucking bullshit like it doesn't fucking matter like they'll never have to eat crow because like they just get a little quiet about it you just get a little bit yep. quiet about it and like if yep. you push it if you bring it up like yeah they'll probably just like toe the old line but just like you know with like a little bit less uh a little bit less like fire you know behind it and then just change change the topic to like whatever is still is still kosher to talk about. And it's exactly the same as all the woke shit. It's exactly the same as that. People feeling a certain way in private, but feeling like they have to virtue signal a certain way to avoid trouble. You know what I mean? Nobody is genuinely woke because they genuinely mean it. Well, some people are, right? But like most people are just like, I just don't want the trouble. That's like the first impulse. So it's just like that, you know, it's a similar thing with this vaccine thing is like, Nobody wants it for its own sake. Like they want it for secondary reasons of like, I don't want the social discipline or the outcasting, whatever, or the labels, whatever. It's like, I don't know. That's, that's, it's, it's a very similar thing because there's nothing substantive there. It's all top down. It's forced. And people should just not give a shit. You should just not give a shit. If they call you an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. If they call you an anti-vaxxer, just say, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like just, if they call you a Nazi or they call you whatever, just just don't like just accept it. Just don't even like don't concede to their framing at all. I mean, you know what I mean? The anti-vax thing really like that label, like especially applied to this really frustrates me because like, you know, one of the one of the big problems globally from lockdown is that like vaccine uptake, especially in poorest countries, is like dropped off a cliff because all these fucking NGO people can't, you know, do their work and travel like they used to. 
and there's a lot of you know other interconnected reasons but like that's a, that's a huge huge problem you know these are actual like tested safe and effective vaccines that children are not getting so you're going to see a lot of people dying from preventable you know diseases and it's like my my position here is not that like all vaccines are bad and evil and they're trying to kill you no of course like it's it's just but that's what people are afraid of being labeled and i'm sure like people would listen to this conversation and and slap that label on on at least me you know definitely uh but like it's it's just this reductive like oppositional way of looking at things where you're you know you're with us or you're with the fucking poor people basically like uh like you're with us or you're with the white trash people who are stupid and don't like science so yeah it's polar yeah it's it's yeah. polarity it's like absolutes it's like if you're not as woke as the latest iteration of wokeness that came out of academia then you are a nazi or a bigot like if, if you're not meeting that standard then you must be the furthest end of the polar opposite that's how it is it's like mm-hmm. obviously i'm not against fucking vaccines obviously like it doesn't make any sense, but this shit is fucking weird. I mean, everybody knows it's fucking weird. Like, I'm, get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give myself polio to own the libs this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the argu- that's the counter argument. It's like, oh yeah, yeah you're yeah. just gonna, you know, fuck yourself for for cheap points or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna hold out as long as I can. I mean, there, there, there's like as far as job pressure and like just like everything else. It's just mounting. So like it's it's sort of weird where like I just want to avoid the trouble, obviously. Obviously, I don't want to get it and I'm going to hold out as long as I can. But like, yeah, there's just there's just so many things just pushing you to just like I'm lying for the most part. I'm just going to say like I'm in places and I'll be like, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Sure, whatever. They don't really check. Right. That is until they do vaccine passports or whatever. But uh, that's how I've handled the situation so far. But like, I don't know. I, it feels like walls closing in. Like it feels like at a certain point you know it's it's going to be the only thing you can do without avoiding trouble and they're already talking the pfizer ceo is like talking about you're going to need a third shot because of this delta variant like they're already saying this shit they're already softening the ground and like you know i don't know about this whole like fucking up with menstrual cycles or i don't know much about that but like with my girl like i don't even want like kids or whatever but like i don't know like she doesn't want to take it and i'm just kind of like i feel weird like being like oh well we just got to go along with this shit like avoid the trouble whatever like it just feels weird because like damn like i don't know what the fuck this is doing to you like i i don't even know maybe it's not doing anything i don't know maybe not but like it's just very weird just being put in that position where you have a hesitation and you can't do anything about it like that's what bothers me the most is like i don't know have you have you guys just avoided these situations yeah i mean you they've you have no possibility of informed consent like you can't really give your true consent if you feel coerced into it um i what really disturbs me is colleges requiring it for incoming students like i think the whole uc system here um or at least some of them are going to require it and they know that there's no real benefit for those kids and for them individually there's not a risk from COVID. And then there are risks, higher risks of um, like the heart inflammation issue. Um, Yeah. These little kids, these like little kids having little fucking heart problems and fucking elementary school and (laughs) shit, right? The the CDC had had guidance that was like, if you get the, if you got the first shot, you're a young person, you got the first shot and you had um, a heart thing, heart issue, um, you should still get the second shot. Yeah, they're just like, go ahead and get the second one. It's good. Yeah. (laughs) 
what (laughs) it's so so absurd dude you guys yeah you guys saw that poll that they did right where it's like it's like if you got covid you should get the shot true or false and then like everybody on twitter put false and they're like actually it's i mean this is like the dumbest shit in the world like who fucking cares it's just like people on twitter but it's just it's funny man like why in the fuck do i need this uh this vaccine if i've already caught it I've got yeah. natural immunity. Yeah. What, what do you? What's in that thing? What's in that yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 you got yeah. that? You, are you you putting in one of those one of those ticks that's going to make me uh, allergic to meat or something? <laughs> are, are you? Are you? What's going yeah. on here, man? You're talking a lot about degrowth in the news a lot. What's going on? Well, they've done. No, they've that, just all along, they've done a really good job of overstating like natural risks, you know, mm-hmm. to a crazy degree. And now I think. They're doing something they're also very good at, which is understating the risks of their products. And that's a pretty good one-two punch, really, like scare the shit out of you about the physical world and then lie to you about how dangerous the thing they're giving you isn't. Uh, So it's like, I don't know, especially with kids, college students and stuff, like their, their risk level is so minuscule. For, from this virus that it's really, really wild to be like just forcing it on them. I, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, I just, I mean, yeah, back to like the woke thing. Like, I, I just don't understand. Like, don't you want people to genuinely want to be woke if that's what you really are concerned about or genuinely want the vaccine? Like, don't you want that? Like, it, it just seems weird to me that it's all this like, like the social pressure thing is what's driving it. It's like, it's just, it's just very weird to me because if you, if you really mean it and you really are serious about this and this is really important to you, wouldn't you want it to be organic? Like, I don't know. It's, that's, that's something that's very bizarre to me. And I didn't know that they were, uh, uh, making college kids do that. I mean, like, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna, um, you know, undersell all the risks and, and, uh, and all that. But, uh, I don't know every time I'm, yeah, as time goes on, I'm more and more, like just paranoid about the vaccine itself like as time goes on it's also crazy that the uh, manufacturers have no liability whatsoever yeah oh yeah oh yeah that's a huge thing it's a huge thing yeah i forget who was on with us that that uh that mentioned a class man i think from ghost show was like yeah like the no liability thing fucking insane fucking insane that's all especially rushing the trials and all that yeah like, it all goes with the emergency use and like the 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 crisis of the situation. So like, we're not going to put you guys on the hook for it, but yeah, people aren't like, I feel like if you're not paranoid about this stuff at this point, then you really have not been checking out what's going on because yeah, the, the rust trials, the total lack of liability, the sort of fudging about the risks and the benefits like all along. And I don't know, it's just, it's, it's hard not to be paranoid about it for me. Yeah, and in, in, in a crisis, uh, uh, we're going to, you know, be lax about how thorough we are about things is the general MO. And that was also the MO for the Patriot Act in 9-11 was like, yo, they're fucking sending anthrax in the mail. We just had uh, two towers go down, 3,000 people dead. Like, we don't we're going to rush this th- shit through Congress. Like, it was one of the fastest pieces of legislation to get approved. Like, it was just like, oh, the crisis of the moment. Like, we, there's no time to stop and think about it. Like, actually, that's they how they sent anthrax to the senator who was going to vote against it. Uh, <laughs> Isn't it Leahy in Vermont? Right. Yeah. He yep. talks about it. Yep. Weird. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the, all that energy of just like things being rushed and like under normal circumstances, this would all be weird, but it's not because we're in a ma- crisis that may be manufactured. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. 
It's very, it's very strange. Um, but uh, have you have you avoided it, Noki? Like, uh, how do you avoid like uh, the vaccine prejudice or any of that? Like, well, I uh, I spent a lot of time in Trump country uh, over the last bunch of months uh, before I got down to Miami, and uh, they're pretty they're pretty chill and. You know, they're open mm. to, to all sorts of different perspectives and don't mind where you come from and what you think. Uh, I also mm. don't have a smartphone, which I think is a pretty good line of defense uh, yeah. <laughs> because it's definitely all going to come through an app of some sort. And I feel like they, they can't get me on my flip phone uh, yep. with this. Yep. But uh, no, I mean, I, it's it's hard as a like, for you know, for musical performance, this is definitely already a thing that's happening. And uh it's pretty hard to imagine how like that work would ever come back without some form of like, you know, get a vaccine passport. And right. it's like a lot of the pressure is social. Like Alex was saying, like friends come up and talk to you about it. And then CRK, you're talking about work. Like uh, these are two, you know, very, very big ways to, to make someone feel coerced. And yeah, you don't have informed consent here. It's not possible in this context. And I'm just going to do my best and, and wait it out because because uh, this whole thing is freaking me out and I don't trust any of these people. But um, yeah, long term, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Another thing that's been used a lot, which has been used throughout this whole mess is um, trying to make people feel like they're the only one who feels a certain way, mm, like you're the only yeah. one who is vaccine hesitant. <laughs> Um, yep. I feel like, Fringe, yeah, yeah, but there, I mean, there are still a lot of people who have not or haven't gone the second dose. So, yep. um, it's not just a few, a few people. Thanks. Thanks you guys for coming on. Thanks again, Alex, for coming on again. Definitely going to have you back on. And, thanks uh, for having Nogi, us. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. And Nogi, thanks for coming on. I know it's your first time coming on and you're like, my first time. Not usually on podcast. Yeah, Shit, man. Nice. You're welcome. I hope we were gentle. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs>